Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to They Talk, a good game off-season special. We have our minor premiers, the Melbourne Storm. To cap off the season review of season reviews, this is 16 of 16. My name is Harvey. As ever, I am joined by my good pal. Harvey, I'm here! Oh, sorry, mate. Didn't mean to storm in to the podcast studio. <laughs> That's good. See, I thought I thought about doing a kaboom and a crash. Yeah. Which I've just done there, so I've you got can... to do both words. But uh, I decided to go with storm in type scenario. That's great. It's, it's glad you can make it on time. Woo! Did, yep. you, you beat the rain out there? I beat the rain. <laughs> Can't you hear it? I can hear it in the background faintly. Yeah, almost sounds like someone tapping on a microphone, but maybe not. Uh, What did you think of the Melbourne Storm? You have to speak up. I can't hear you over this storm. Nah. Anyway, Melbourne. (laughs) Melbourne. 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 The Storm. Melbourne. Yeah. What about them? Uh, Do Do you think they played good footy this year? They played excellent footy this year. So much they played such good footy that losing in the prelim makes their whole season looks like it's just so disappointing. Yeah. What could have been? It really is. They could have had back to back premierships. Could have gone back to back. In the post immortal era, shall it we? It looked say. like they were definitely gonna do it. They had their team was just working so well this yeah. year. That Grant Smith one two punch through the middle yeah. is so damaging. Yeah. And I don't think there are two players where the combination possibly works any better. No. Because I don't think there's a more damaging ball running hooker than Brandon Smith to play that small forward lock role. Yeah. And there isn't a player like Harry Grant who's so flexible in the way that he approaches the game and has such a level head on him that he's not so he's not so formulaic like you mm. see some of those young hookers come in mm. and they just know that they need to get to the breakdown get a good pass away, first receiver, play to their half. He sees the bigger picture more than that. He knows when it's right for him to inject himself, who needs the ball, where where the space is. And just, so just having those two together. You know what the real, so good. The real uh, conundrum in the whole situation is though? So all year we were going, Melbourne aren't missing Cameron Smith at all. Mm. But then if you look at the season as a whole and the fact that they lose in that prelim, yeah. I think then you look at it and go, they did. They did because, like, they they were, had such momentum all year and then they get to that prelim and it didn't feel like they were up for it. You know, it didn't yeah. feel like they were really – feel like they spent their week off thinking they were making a grand final. Yeah, as I young, agree. As the young team they are. The the interesting thing, because, you know, that it's that hooker position, which is what was one of their highlights this year. So this, the struggle to start, think is, like – with Cameron Smith there, and like in a with Smith there without without Brandon and Grant, with Cameron Smith there, yeah, without Brandon and Harry, got ya. They probably don't win. They probably don't um, equal the record for most consecutive wins. No, they don't go on that streak. But they potentially win the premiership with without Cameron there and with Brandon and Harry. They get they break the record, you know. Yeah. But they don't. They don't. They don't finish it off. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, you do lose that player that's calling the shots and that leadership, obviously, everything that Cameron Smith brings. Mm. But you're not going to have him around forever. Yeah. And surely the players like Grant are going to learn so much from that that loss. Yeah. And, you know, we saw Penrith rebound from a tough loss last year, come back even stronger. There's a good chunk of that uh, storm side in Pappenhausen, in Grant, Brandon Smith to some extent, that haven't had an experience like that. They've just been winners from day dot at the storm. Mm. There is still feels like there's more changing of the guard, though. Josh Adokar moving on. They get Xavier Coates, which feels a bit like a perfect replacement, doesn't it? Yeah, in a way, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's super quick and... <laughs> <laughs> Perfect for a he's winger. Super, yeah, yep. but he is. You know, he's a, he's a very good winger. He's going to come into the prime of his career playing for Melbourne, um, and he's still very young, still learning. He's going. He's been impressive at the Broncos, who ever since he got there have been pretty shit. Yeah, and now he's going to be in a really good system. He's going to be on the end of some clean ball. Mm-hmm. I think his game's going to go to a whole new level. Top try scorer for twenty twenty two. Maybe. 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 Mm. Maybe him and him and Olam will form That's a really it, yeah. great combination. Olam, he came on leaps and bounds this year, didn't he? He did. Is he, he the did. best centre in the comp? Probably is. Right, it was I mean If you take out players like Tommy and Latrell who can yeah. move into the centre. I'd say well now also that Burton's not going to be in the centre, it makes it a bit more clear, but also Joey Manu's still there. That's true. Manu so and Manu Olam. All round game. I'd probably have Manu as the best centre. Yeah. But Olam is he's right he's right there. Oh for sure. He's right yeah. there. Yeah. I, the level of consistency he's reached is exceptional this year. Yeah. Um hopefully he can maintain that moving forward. Hopefully he can maintain that moving forward, Harvey. Um <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Fuck me. <laughs> um, I don't know why I said that. Um their ladder progression? Yeah, go on. Would you believe it after five rounds, they were equal sixth. I know they started the season really yeah, poorly, interesting. but then after 15 rounds, Eagle first and finish the season first. Yeah, well, there so you go. They, that's, that was the streak, I think, after yeah, they had those so few true. losses at the start and they just went on the streak. Yeah, well, did they lose too early on? They lose. They lost a few. They were yeah, like they that. lost to Penrith. That was the big one, I remember. Yeah, they, they lost a lot of their opening games. But yeah, they, they got back on track, though. You can't complain too much when you go on a winning streak. No, like that that's, that's, what, that's what you always say. Always. That's what you're always yeah. saying. Love it when you say that. Yeah, I'll say it again later. Yeah, you. maybe at the end. <laughs> maybe at the end. <laughs> um, fan questions? Yeah, go on. Let's do it. Hulk Hogan official asks, best team to not win a premiership? No. As in, like, best performing team in the uh, season to not win. Mm. Most dominant, you know? I say I mean, yes. in the recent years, yeah. I say how yes. How far back my memory goes, which isn't too far, but... I say yes. What, yeah, I guess based else? on their performances throughout the year. Yeah, I'm trying to think too. It's difficult, this whole memory thing. Mm. Um, Go on, give it to them then. I think give it to them. They mm. broke, they equaled the record. Yeah, for most yeah, consecutive to, yeah. wins in a season. That's good. Well, maybe they're they're rivaled by was it the Roosters side? What well, nineteen seventy five? Yeah, yeah, but they won the premiership. The Roosters. Oh, well, there you go. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, probably the Storm then. There you go. We'll say yes. Uh, Hulk Hogan official starts with a nice uh, philosophical quote: "All dynasties come to an end, mm. comma 
are we possibly seeing Melbourne start to crack? We've been saying it for the last 10 years and I still say, no, it's not the end of their, their, their greatness. I think we are still starting to see cracks. Okay. I, they're not going to come crumbling down in a year or two, but Munster, another off-field incident, he's become even more important to their side and to their spine mm. since the Immortals retired, moved on, all that mm. sort of stuff. And then, I'm just not... What's the question? I forgot. <laughs> Is the Melbourne dynasty starting to crack? <laughs> Uh, I, I remember what I was saying now. Yeah. So Munster's got those issues. Bellamy, yes, he's tied down long-term, but not necessarily in a head coaching role. Mm. I think if they lose Munster, their spine, makeup, they just they lack a direction then. He's their star player, and he carries that burden very well for a player who like, sort of has the arrogance to know it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, he's happy to wear the brunt of that pressure to take yeah. it off the likes of Jerome Hughes, who we've seen rise exponentially since his consistent first grade sort of experience. Grant can obviously step up and take a more leading role in that spine, but does he wear the pressure as well as Munster? I'm not sure. Well, this is the thing. Melbourne had a really great year this year and Munster didn't have a really great year. I think Hughes is sort of becoming their most key half at the moment. Yeah. And so I'm not too worried about that. Plus Munster, yes, he had his incident, but I think it's going to be a good thing for him. Really? He's spending the whole of next year sober. Tom Trebojevic did that this year. Yeah. It's just there's something there's something that's going to... Maybe. Maybe it will kickstart. So do you think that they're fairly safe until Bellamy hangs up his... Coaching gown. I think until Bellamy hangs up his coaching gown. That's what they. Wear, that's what they all wear. Yeah. The coaching gown. He's coaching polo. That's it. Uh, until that happens, I just, I just think the Melbourne organization with Bellamy there, they just they've been replacing key players moving on for years, and I think yeah. they're going to keep doing it. They've already got some good games. And the thing is, I think they could probably drop down to like top four contenders and they still consider the dynasty up and running and yeah. you know, competitive side. Oh yeah. To see them actually drop out of top four, let alone top eight, is almost Oh, if they drop out un- of top eight, yeah. it's unheard of. Yeah, impossible to I can't see it happening. Perceive. Um Kobe Naley asks, Where does Meany, that's Nick Meany from mm-hmm. the Bulldogs, fit into the squad? Winger? Um potentially some depth. He could definitely do a job on the wing. He's he's quintessential Bellamy type player who has shown some promise at another club in a struggling side. He's going to come in, have the best preseason of his life, train the house down or whatever. When he gets his chance, probably not in the first half of the season unless injury calls upon. He's just going to prove everyone that coached him at you know youth level mm. at the Bulldogs. Anyone who thought they knew anything about coaching is going to go, ah, oh, no, actually, Bellamy, what he's doing with these players at the Storm, that's how you coach. I really rate Nick Meany. I think um, he's so he's very quick and he's got really good footwork. I personally, if I'm selecting the team in round one, would have him there ahead of George Jennings and yep. have him yeah, as coach and uh, Meany as both new recruits on either wing. I wouldn't be surprised if he made it. I also wouldn't be surprised if he played some form of 14-15. Yeah. Like Nico Hines did. Like Nico Hines. He can play at fullback. Yeah. Um, 
and you can probably cover center as well as long as as well as that wing spot so yeah i'm expecting big things maybe not straight away but he's one to watch yeah. ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Sterling Had asks, how do the Storm keep both Grant and Smith? Um, I guess that's a salary cap juggling question. Yeah. And also whether each player, whether they're both satisfied with the one-two punch. They were this year, but will they be forever? Will Harry Grant, he was happy, you know, he stated he was happy to play a 14 role. Yeah. But is he going to be happy like that forever? I don't think it's realistic that both will stay in Melbourne. No. For their entire careers, especially since Brandon Smith's manager kind of come out quite publicly and said, the best price off, give us your best price. Yeah, but I think from what I've heard is that the Storm is still offering him something competitive. So a club's going to have to pay overs mm. for him, close to the million-dollar mark, I think, because he'll stay in Melbourne, mm. given the choice, would be yeah. my opinion on the situation. I also I, think with Dalfinukin moving on, yeah, that's the, it. the 13 role is open. I know he wants to be a dummy half, but he can sort of do play both like and and also not necessarily have to go to the bench he can be a hooker to start the game go to 13 or even start at 13 go to hooker later i still think they can make yeah i think they can make it work work i really do i wouldn't be surprised if one of them got pulled to another club for big money and first team opportunities in that nine jersey just because honestly the game deserves to see them both on the pitch for 80 minutes Every week, yeah, to have one of those guys on the bench when you know there's ten other clubs that would happily have them in their starting side doesn't quite sound fair. Yeah, but if they get if they get it working with Fanukan gone, even if Smith has the thirteen on his back, I still think they'll split the dummy half responsibilities like sixty forty maybe in favor of Grant and Smith will still be able to get on the ball when he wants to. It just makes sense, doesn't it? Like, yeah. I don't know. I I think especially if they do lose Munster, whether that's their call or he goes up to the Dolphins or something. I don't know. Out of out of Grant, Brandon Smith, Munster, Hughes, and Pappenhausen. So you got those five. Yeah. And you had to lose one to either free up space in the salary cap or for whatever reason, which oh. is the one that you're looking to get rid of. Because for me, I'd, I'd say I'd, I'd lose Munster. So would I. From that. But it feels wrong saying that because he's he's Munster, right? I think I'd lose Munster or Grant, if I'm completely honest. You'd keep Smith over Grant? I think so. Yeah. Wow. I think so. I don't think that's ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. It's just... (laughs) 
wow. It's just a lot to process. Yeah. It is. Wow. I thought you were a grant boy through and through, but you... No, I'm not a grant boy through and through. What have I ever given off that impression? It's not like we chat footy that that much. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where you would have said that. (laughs) Maybe we can go back through our past footy chats and see Mm. how many times you said what. True. Um, Dildo Baggins 14 asks, with Heinz, Finucane and many more leaving, where... Oh, the question is, where do you see them finishing? But we, we don't jump the gun. We do that at the end. We do the finishing at the end. So you shouldn't have read that question out. How's it going to affect them, though, with Heinz and Finucane leaving? I think they'll feel it to an extent. I think Finucane more than Heinz. Mm. But they're the storm, as we've said. They Next man up, you know, they, they get set to go again. Always think that they're losing key pieces to yeah. their structure, and well, they what, don't. What Heinz was, I mean... Pappenhausen with that long-term injury, perfect spine replacement. Oh, 100%. We've said Nick Meany can play like an off-the-bench role like Hines, which I think he's more than capable of. But in terms of if one of the spine players go down, you know, with Hines there, you had no doubt that that spot is going to be fulfilled and do a great job. Yeah, yeah. On a long-term basis, I think you lose a lot of spine depth with Hines, which is important. Yeah, for sure. I think we could see that come back and bite them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think, yeah, Finucane just from leadership and all those sorts of things that you touch on with experienced players, but they've got the Bromwich boys, Kafusi's still there, Welch, yeah, Nelson. It's not like they're lacking experience in that forward pack. No. All right, well, final final fan question from Blessed Jadavani17, kind of based on what we've been talking about. Who do you think will start at nine, wearing the nine jersey? Round one, fully fit team. Grant will start at nine and Smith will start at 13 and they'll keep doing that until it breaks. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have Grant start start there. Want to have them both in the starting side. Yeah, I Still I just, use that one-two punch, but just have them both there in that starting side. Well, that's exactly right. That's, it's exactly right. And either if you start with like Brandon Smith in the nine and bring Grant on after 20 minutes, mm. Smith's done... You know, way way more work than he would have done if they just split the hooking responsibilities for the first twenty minutes. Mm. So you've you're saving the energy of, you know, one of them to keep them both in the game for longer. So I think it works out. Absolutely, well, that's it from the fan questions. So it's time for everyone's favorite part of this episode, and I say that with no basis on anything about knowing what people's favorite part of these reviews are. It's the team nucleus. I was hoping you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, you would be not prepared. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I am prepared, though. And so we are looking at players signed to the Storm for three years or more moving forward. And it's not a very long list. So for the next three years, they have Jerome Hughes. And for four years, they have Ryan Pappenhausen. Cool. But that is it. Wow. So all these players on big money that we think are part of the, you know... Mm. The furniture at the storm, like Munster, Hughes is getting to that level. Smith yeah. and Grant, we've been talking about. Olam, the um, Bromwich boys, Kafusi. Mm. Yeah. These guys aren't signed up long term. Yeah, wow. They've got to get a wiggle on. The or thing, they're yeah. just being smart and waiting to see. Well, who. yeah, we, I guess, yeah, Pappenhausen and Hughes, very happy that those two are locked in. I think they're key parts of the team. But the other five members of that spine that we talk about, Smith, Grant, and Munster, all each have 
one reason or another to wait out a little bit and yeah. wait wait to sign that contract because, as we know, Munster heavily linked to the Dolphins. Grant kind of on the same boat, both Queenslanders. Yeah, Smith um, has been pretty vocal about, I guess you know, wanting to be a premier number nine, and there's still chance that at the storm that's not what he'll get so yeah i can understand i guess from those players point of view they've got new players kind of coming in into their back line but their forward packs pretty pretty solid they've been there for a while i think they'll want to lock up players like welch um i think welch is the big one and i'd I'd say nelson i'd say kenny bromwich too yeah i think kenny he's sort of surpassing his brother a little bit i reckon yeah you think so I don't rate the Bromwich boys too highly. I mean, they're like class players, obviously, but I'd be locking up Nelson and and um, Welch before I looked at the Bromwich boys personally. Yeah. Okay, I'd look at Kenny, but yeah. You know. Well, they're also one club players. They'll look to have them around for a long time. Bromwich is being mm. in and out of the captaincy. That is Jesse. Um, Kenny could easily step up into it though. Yeah. As well. Well, they shouldn't struggle to recruit players either. No one, you'd, no you'd one's going to turn so. a blind eye to the storm. So they could have a bit of a over the next few years, a bit of rotation in that forward pack. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not too concerned because they are Melbourne. You know, if it was a different club and they only had two players locked in for that amount of time, I'd maybe be yeah. going hurry up. If it was a club like the Titans or something who feel like they need a few marquee names mm. locked up so mm. that they can attract more quality players, yeah. Then you start to worry if you see a list that's as short as this signed up long term. Yeah. But as the, as you said, the Storm with Bellamy there, they're a very attractive club regardless who's on their roster. Yeah, they'll be strong for years to come. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Absolutely. Well, for 2022, not looking too much further in the future than next year, where they're going to finish. Is that final season review as well? Yeah. Is that with the highest ranked team at the end of the regular season in 2021? I'm going to say first. Cool. They're going to be my minor premier picks. I just think the Storm are always strong. I think there's no reason why they won't come back fighting, wanting the premiership next year. They fell short, even though they got the minor premiership. I think mm. they'll do it again. Um, I'm, well, you know, even though at the start of these ladder predictions we said we're not going to worry about doubling up, we're just going to go general. I've made the effort to make literally no ladder prediction of mine has been the same oh, this really? whole time. I, I've so, doubled up a few yeah, times. <laughs> so if anyone's been listening and you have been taking note of my ladder predictions throughout this whole time, you'll know there's only one spot I haven't said yet. And that's second. Wow. Second Who did you say first? Roosters. Oh, okay. Remember? No. Made a massive deal <laughs> of it. It's pretty important to me. I'll <laughs> listen back to the podcast. Yeah. Roosters. You should all listen back to the podcast as well, by the way. <laughs> yeah, everyone go listen back so you can go see how it all pieced together. <laughs> yeah, I've got them second. Uh, similar reason as you in terms of in terms of still being right up there uh, because they're the storm and I don't see the dynasty ending next year at least. Yeah. Um, and I think they've got some handy replacements coming into the team. They've still got... Yeah, I think Munster will be better this year than he was last year. But um, I guess the reason I've got them second is just because I is because I rate the Roosters so highly. Yeah. So I've got I've just got another team in that first spot. Fair question. Fair question. Statement. Fair statement. Did I say question? You did. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Well, that's it. I'm sorry. That's it for the review. Uh, I can't remember what it was. We said something was going to happen at the end of this episode. 
Remember early on, we said something was going to happen. No, my recall isn't that strong. Shall we just let it drift off to awkward silence? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>